Shabbos Tav Samachal, we're starting the last line of Samachal and Beis. V'loi b'yachish b'zman she'im b'rag l'makro, a person now will go out into Rishish Rabbim with one shoe when there is no wound on his foot. Rashi said in the Mishnah to Pshatim, number one, people may think that you are carrying the other one. The other shoe, for example, may have fallen off, and now people will think that you're carrying the other one in Rishish Rabbim and you're being oiv on Shabbos. That is a Maris Ayin type of problem. Number two, people may make fun of you that you're only wearing one shoe and you'll be embarrassed and take off the shoe and carry it in Rishish Rabbim. Those were two Pshatim and Rashi. The Gemara starts on Samach Aleph and Menalef. However, it's Mashal for the Mishnah. If there was a Maka actually on your foot, Nafik, you could go out with such a shoe on Shabbos. Behind Menalef Nafik, which shoe uh, are we talking about that you're putting on which foot? We're talking about putting a shoe on the foot that has a maka because you're putting it there to protect your foot that you shouldn't be hitting rocks while your foot is hurting and it'll cause you to have a further injury. Not putting it on the foot that doesn't have the injury. It was normal for people to walk barefoot and that's not why a person would be wearing one shoe. Even in that case, you're not going to put it on the foot that doesn't have the injury. It seems that Rav Huna holds that the standard of a sandal was was used for protecting you from having tsar. And Rashi explains, depending on his shita, that the first shita that held that people might think he's carrying the other one, since he's limping, people will realize it's because he has a problem with his foot that he's wearing, and therefore they won't be chayshtim. And according to the second shita, people will laugh at him. Even if they laugh at him, he's not going to take it off because he's bitzar, and therefore he won't take off that shoe. However, we're talking about that you're placing the shoe on the foot that's the good foot that doesn't have the wound. The reason why he wears shoes is generally because he's an instantist, and people really Realize he's an instance, and therefore they'll realize that the reason why he's not wearing the other shoes is because he has a problem. Again, he's limping, and therefore there won't be a problem of Maris Ayin, and the second shot of laughing at them, they won't laugh at him because they'll realize he has a wound, and that's why he can't put the shoe on the other foot. The fact that he's a Maka, people will realize, and that will be Muchach why he's not wearing the shoe. holds like that it's because of the Maka that he place it on the foot with the Maka, and it's because of Tsar. Rabbi Echelon said to Rabbi Baraba, Give me my shoes. On his right shoe. Rabbi said, You made me like a person that has a maka. The fact that he gave me my right shoe and not my left shoe, really, I'm supposed to put my left shoe on first, like we'll see in a moment. The fact that he gave me right, right shoe shows that you think that I have a maka. The Gemara says, So therefore, it seems like a raya that it's like Rafuna, that he was going to put it on his right shoe and his right foot is what had the maka. The Gemara says, How's that a raya that he held like Rafuna? Maybe he could hold like Rafuna. Was saying, you're making my left foot that has a maka because you gave me my right shoe to put on my good shoe, my good foot. However, I wasn't going to put on my left one because of that. Because since I hold that you have to put it on your left shoe first. holds a coin to his own shito that you have to put on your left shoe first. The same din of tefillin that you put tefillin on your left hand, so is your Minolim, so is the shoes that you put on your shoe, your left shoe first. Mat film bismol, af minolim bismol. The Gemara asks, Meisvel, yes, you'll kasha Rabbi Yechelon from a b'raisak shoe, noel, when you put on your shoe, noel shil min, v'achach noel shil smol, you put on your right shoe, and then your left shoe. Rabbi Yechelon, hashra tanya hachi, since we have a b'raisak that says that, v'am Rabbi Yechelon hachi, and Rabbi Yechelon says differently, davin hachi avin, davin hachi avin, you could do like either one, which basically he's saying that the p'shan Rabbi Yechelon, at least l'fi Rabbi Yechelon, is that Rabbi Yechelon felt that the b'raisak didn't mean you have to put on your right shoe, you could put on your right shoe first, because generally you do everything with your right 
for right part of your body first and with your right side. However, even though the Bible says you could do your right shoe first because you have tefillin, which is done on your left left hand, therefore on shoes specifically, you could put on your left shoe first and there's no real difference between right or left. How it works with the Gemara before that seems that Rabbi Echelon felt that by the fact that he gave him his right shoe, he wasn't going to put on his left shoe. That you have to understand according to his Gemara. But First of all, how do you say this? Maybe Rabbi Echelon held specifically you have to put on your left shoe and he didn't hear this price at all. And even if he would have heard it, maybe he would hold that you have to actually put your right shoe on first and not your left. And even if he heard it, maybe he would hold that the Allah is not like that Mishnah. And therefore, there's no raya and you can't say the Hachi Ovad with Hachi Ovad. says, a person who's Yerushmaim should be Yitzhi both. And who is the servile person? That's Yerushmaim, Mabri Ravina. What did he do? He put on his right shoe. And he didn't tie it. He didn't put his left shoe on. He tied it. And then he tied his right shoe to be basically go according to both Shittas, like Rashi says, and the Chayr, the Pshat is that when you're tying, that's similar to Tfilin, which is Kshira. So all Rabbi Echel Chayr is most makbid on is the tying, and therefore it's actually going like both Shittas. Rashi, Chazim, Rav Kana, like Kapit, I saw Rav Kana, he wasn't makbid. Sometimes he put on his right shoe, sometimes he put on his left shoe first. We learned, you put on your right shoe first, and then you put on your left shoe first. When you take off your shoes, you take off your left. Again, that is a cover to your right by taking off your left shoe first. When you wash yourself, you first wash your right side. When you smear yourself with oils, again, everything with your right side first. If you want to smear your entire body, then you should wash or rub your head first. That's the most important part of your body, and you give that the most chashivas, even before your right side. Don't say that it's only the feet of man, and therefore it's not a masoi, but it's not something that you should wear because it's not derech to wear it on Shabbos. Even if we say Shabbos man tefillin, therefore it's a mitzvah to wear tefillin, you still now go out in Rosh Hashanah, maybe you'll have to go to the bathroom, and therefore you'll have to take it off, and when you take it off, you'll forget to put it back on, and you come to carry it in Rosh Hashanah for four Amis, and that would be us, and that's Xerah. Some say this member on the Sefer. We said, at the end of the Mishnah, we said, on all the things in the Mishnah, if you do them, it's only Rabbanan's not Chayav Chathas, so I'm going You might think it's only Rabbanan if Shabbos Therefore, you're allowed to wear such things on Shabbos. However, in Rosh Hashanah, we make Xerah because you may go to the bathroom. Even according to Mandam, it says Shabbos is not as much and therefore, you're not allowed to wear Tfilin on Shabbos. It's still not Chayav Chathas, you wear it in the street. You're still wearing it in the street the way you would wear it normally, and therefore, that can't be considered a Masu, even though you generally don't wear Tfilin on Shabbos, and it's also to wear Tfilin on Shabbos. The Gemara continues. Our Mishnah said, you're not allowed to go out with an amulet on Shabbos and Tushis Rabbim, where the Kamea was not an expert Kamea, which we'll see in a moment what it means. And this was done, Lerifua, for someone that was sick, that they used it in order to ward away sickness or to get rid of a current sickness. Our Papa, our Papa says, Don't say that the Mishnah is referring to 
an expert that was both an expert, the person himself was an expert, and the Kamei itself was a proven Kamei. What does that mean? Let's see Rashi. Rashi says, that this person, specific person, made this Kamei for three different people. This person became an expert, that first of all, he had three people. The Kamei is also proven. This type of Ksav worked for three different people. Inami, Rashi says, another shot. This person wrote three different types of Kameim for three different sicknesses for three different people. Therefore, this person becomes an expert for any type of Kameim he'll write forever. What's a Mumcha just for Kameim is if you someone made this Kameim for three different people from a specific sickness, from one sickness. Then it doesn't make a difference which doctor or which person who wrote it. Nasa kamei mumcha. Then the kamei becomes a mumcha. Ella kiv the mumcha gavra. If this person is a mumcha, I've got the mumcha kamei. Even though this mumcha never wrote this type of kamei ever before, this is the first time he's using this type of a amulet. That would be mutter, and that would be a din that would be mutter at that point to wear that in the street. However, our mission is talking about bisman she'enim a mumcha. If it wasn't made by a person who was a mumcha who was an expert, they can ami and. I'll bring it right. That's why our mission is talking about Tiktani. V'loy b'kamei b'zman she'ein mumcha. V'loy Tiktani b'zman she'ein mumcha. We said it's not from a mumcha. It's mashma. It's the person that we're talking about is not the doctor himself. The amulet maker is not a mumcha. And we didn't say b'zman she'ein mumcha that the amulet itself is not a. Uh, proven Kameish. I mean, it's a good riot. We learned. Ezeo Kameya Mumcha. How do you have an amulet that's considered a proven amulet? Call Sharipa Vishana Vishilish. Any amulet that was used three times on three different people for one sickness, that would make it a Kameya Mumcha. Echa Kameya Shoksav. It doesn't make it if this Kameya, this amulet was written, or if it was made out of herbs or spices. The Lushan Kameya Rashi says is Lushan Kasher. So therefore, it doesn't make a difference if it was a written Kameya or if it was. A, uh, a Kamea that was for uh, roots of herbs, that would also be called and have the Lushan of Kamea. Echa Chayla Sheish Beisakana, it doesn't make a difference if it was for a Chayla that has a Sakana, Echa Chayla Sheish Beisakana, or for a Chayla that doesn't have Sakana, Loisha Nichpa, and not only if it was a person that used it for a situation where he already had epilepsy, even if he never had epilepsy, but his family has a history, it's in the genetics that they had epilepsy, he wants to use it on Shabbos to ward that off, he could use that as well. You're allowed to tie it with a kash in shakayama, and you could even untie it in the Rishisram. And we'll turn to Samach Alpha Base, Bashir with Tabas. You now tie it to a bracelet or to the ring. It has to be tied directly onto your body so people will realize that it was used as a amulet. And you can't use that and go into the Shram because it looks like Marisayan. What's Marisayan? Rashi the Mexican commander Boyle Lefua El Tashu. It looks like you're not using for Ellen for Tashu. We know the Tashu is also the way on the street on Shabbos. For Lav Tashu to El Machvus Daigus Chol. It's not a Tashu. It's only because he's worried about sickness. The Gemara says Vatanya Ezek Kamei Mumcha. We learned to the Brisa that a Kamei Mumcha is called Sharipa Gimel Bnei Adam. That it has to heal three different people. And we before we said called Sharipa Mishan Mishilash. It's Mashma even one person. The Gemara answered like Kasha. The first Bryce is talking to make the Kamea into be an expert Kamea. And if this Bryce that says, is trying to make the person, this doctor, 
into an expert to make kmeis. Like Rashi explains, It must be that all three people had three different sicknesses. He made three different types of kmeis. They weren't similar at all. And it's making this person into a mumcha. He'll now become a mumcha for any type of kmeis writes forever. Even if a shor goes and strices a three different animals, Nasa Mood Lakal becomes a mood for every type of animal. Ava Kamea ain't a mumcha, but Kamea itself is not a mumcha. If another Rafe, another doctor writes it, even though that this guy is a professional, another person, maybe his Kameas, um, won't work. It's only about one sickness to one person. Either to one person or to three, but it was one sickness. It's only to make this Kamea into Mumchad. But if three people would have written it, then it, this Kamea would work now for any person. But it's talking specifically about the Kamea itself. Rapapa says as follows It's possible these following cases. It's last Kamea with last Gavri. If you had three Kameas written for three different people, three different sickness, plus plus Zimni, and they were each written three times, Ismachi Gavri, Ismachi Kameya. Now, the doctor is a mumcha, plus the Kameya is a mumcha, even if other doctors would write it. Plus the Kameya, plus the Gavri, if you have three Kameyas written for three different peoples, Chad Chazimna, but it was only done one time, then Gavri Ismachi, then the doctor is now a mumcha, Kameya, Lo Ismachi, however, the Kameya is not a mumcha. Chad Kameya, plus the Gavri, if you had one Kameya that was written for three different people for one sickness, Kameya Ismachi, this Kameya now is a mumcha, but this doctor is not a mumcha for other type of kameyas. What if you wrote three different types of kameyas for three different sicknesses for one person? What's it in? You never wrote a kameya three times, and therefore the kameya itself is not a mumcha. But is the doctor now a mumcha? Or not, because he healed three times, even though it was for one person, but he healed three times. You see that he healed with Kameas, and therefore he's an expert Kameas writer. Maybe maybe it's a mazel, this person is malach on these sicknesses for this person that helped him be able to get better, but had nothing to do with the Kameas, and therefore it doesn't show that this person Doctor is a mumcha, and the Gemara ends with a takeout. The Gemara continues. Did the Kamei himself have any kedusha or not? So what's in the gale halacha? If it's a shaila, you let it save it. If there's a fire, and take it out, even to a chutz that doesn't have an air of tashma. We learned in a brisa. Brachas by kamein al pishish ben isis. Brachas and kamein. Brachas of shemin esrei or kamein. If you have these kamein, even that has isis, it has the names of Hashem in it. Uminyanis habi and has. Ideas of Shabbatariah that's in the Torah, and you let them burn in their place, and you now save them into a chatzah that doesn't have an Arab. Maybe we're talking about Kenizo, that also doesn't make sense because we have a Brysa, if you had the name of Hashem written on the handles of Kalim, or on the bedpost, then you should cut it out, and you should be going to them. So you see that there is an idea of Kenizo on these, anything that says Shem's name. Now, the basically say the shaila is: Are you allowed to take 
this type of kameis into a bathroom. My yesh ben kedusha v'asa hoydilma in ben kedusha v'shari and smuta tashma. We learned to the brayz of loy be kamea b'zmashayim amumcha. Our Mishnah said you now take a kamea out of the shoes from when it's not written by a mumcha. Hamin amumcha nafik. But if it's from a mumcha, you allowed to take it out into the shoes from. V'yam a kamea yesh ben b'shum kedusha. If there's a problem taking a kamea into the bathroom because that's kedusha, zirdum and sarach basically say he'll be in the shoes from. He needs a bathroom. V'asa l'smin and v'aladam shoes from and he'll take it. He'll leave it outside. He'll put it in a place, he'll take it in his hand off his body to protect it, and therefore he'll go into the bathroom like that, and then he'll be able to take it outside, and he'll forget his Shabbos, and he'll walk for hours around, and that's exactly what we said in the Gayet Tefillin, the Nalawit Tefillin in the street, because you might take it off and protect it. We're talking about in our Mishnah, not a Kameh that was written with words that had the name of Hashem, and therefore that might be a problem still of taking it into such a bathroom, that will, and therefore there may be exactly in where even if it's a Mumcha, we're talking about a Kameh that was made of these herbs and spices and that there's no problem with taking it to the bathroom that's why you're allowed to wear it if it's a Kameh that was written by a Mumcha they let it wear on Shabbos a Kameh of Ksav or Kameh of an expert our Mishnah and the Brisa that allows you to go out with this Kameya, even though it has Shem Hashem and you're not worried about a bathroom, is talking about a Chayla that has Sakana, and therefore, of course, Pekurach Nefesh is Deich Kula. We're not going to make a Xeri, you can't go out with it because you may be able to carry four arms in the Shusram. The Mara says that can't be because by the time we learn the Brisa, even Chayla Besakana go out with such a Kameya on Shabbos. No, that since it's something that heals you, and therefore, even if you're going to Hold in hand, and even if you can go to the bathroom, you may actually carry it in your hand. That's going to be mutter because that's going to be derech malbush to wear to hold that in your hand. It's just like a coat, just like you wear a coat. The way to wear a coat is on your body. You're allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. Here also, this is something where the way you have this type of tachshit or this malbush is when you hold it in your hand, and that's the derech malbush. Rashi says, "For time we learned to brayso of Oishia Imer, Rabbi Oishia says, 'Vashli echzem biyadav, yavrin abavus b'shusram.' That we're not allowed to go out with." a Kameya in Rosh and carry it in our hands that's not considered Derech Malbush only when you're wearing it we're talking about when it's covered with leather and therefore since it's covered with leather there's no problem of taking it into the bathroom and that's why we don't make it in our Mishnah however a regular Kameya you have no Raya maybe if a Kameya is not covered with Ur you wouldn't be able to take it into a bathroom because it has Kedusha the Gemara asks we know Tefillin is covered with leather but Tanya will learn to the Bryce if someone goes to the Kisei Chayil Tefillin he has to take off its phone four amas away from the bathroom and then he could go into the bathroom and you see that we don't say since it's covered with are you allowed to go into the bathroom where it says no that's different it's not because of the pastor inside the tefillin or it's because of the shin that's on the outside of the tefillin the shin of the tefillin has kedusha but also the tefillin has kedusha the fact that we put a yud on the tefillin on our ritzuas is also however that's different between tefillin that you're not taking the bathroom. However, an amulet that's covered with or covered with leather, you're allowed to take in the bathroom, and therefore the Gemara doesn't have a raya either way. If an amulet that doesn't have leather, you're allowed to take it into, fill, into a bathroom or not, is there kedusha or is there no kedusha? We'll just finish up till the Mishnah. There are three different types of armor: shirin is zada, shirin is body armor, kasta umrab sanvarasa. Rav says it's type of helmet that was made for armor. Megafayim umrab pismaki. Rav says there's some sort of shin guards, and we'll send pictures of that as well, and we'll stop over here.